0: Hi, I'm Jared Burns, and you're listening to Stump the Preacher, a podcast where we explore how Christianity and the Bible intersect with our deepest questions and our daily lives. In each episode, I address a submitted question to help you find Bible-based, Christ-centered answers to what's on your mind. I don't claim to have all the answers, but I love helping you search for them. So join me today as we research another question. I'm glad you've decided to join me as we dive into our next question. Now, I received this one at church a while back, but it's a question that comes up far more frequently outside of church. However, as the, as the culture continues to move in a more postmodern direction that tends to be skeptical about any kind of claim about absolute truth, I think this question is going to become more and more common everywhere, both inside the church and outside the church. And that question is, aren't all religions basically the same? Now, a lot of people think that the world's religions are basically the same or that they teach the same truth. This is that old idea that there are many paths to God, many roads to God through all these religions. And in a very superficial way, you can sort of see where they're coming from when they think this. Maybe some of you think this. The reason for it is, generally speaking, uh, the religions of the world have some similar rules about murder and adultery and theft and things like that. And again, generally speaking, they teach the importance of kindness and honesty, some of these virtues that we prize. And if the highlights of their ethical teachings are as deep as we go, then those religions can start to look very similar. And so for a lot of people, they just think, that if you're becoming a better person, if you're moving in that direction, what, what does it matter how you get there? You know, all these roads are the same, and they're leading in the same direction. Just pick one. But as a Christian, I, I always want to know what Jesus says about these matters. And it's very clear in the Bible that Jesus didn't think that there were many roads all leading toward God. In Matthew chapter 7, Jesus said, enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the road broad that leads to destruction, and there are many who go through it. How narrow is the gate, and difficult the road that leads to life, and few find it. So in other words, there's a road that leads to God, and there's a road that leads away from God, and the road away from God is the much more heavily traveled of the two roads. And a closer look at the religions of the world shows that, just like Jesus said, those roads are not all the same. The apologist and philosopher Ravi Zacharias has taught for years that at the core of every religious worldview, there are answers to four basic questions, origin, meaning, morality, and destiny. And he argues that these answers are what define the essence of any religion. So if you take a religion and you sort of change those answers, then it becomes a new religion altogether because that's what makes the religion what it is. And so we look at these four questions and we look at their answers. The question of origin deals with where we came from. The question of meaning deals with our purpose in life. The question of morality deals with our conceptions of right and wrong. And the question of destiny deals with where we're going. And these answers are at the core of what defines a religion, what makes it tick, and what distinguishes it from others. And as we research each of these questions, we realize that the world's religions answer them in very different ways. So let's, let's look at a few examples of this. On the question of origins, Christianity says that God exists independently of the universe and that he created the universe and everything in it in, in just six days. Buddhism, on the other hand, denies the existence of any such creator God. So when one religion, when when at their cores, one religion says there's a creator God and the other says there isn't, and and this is core to what they believe, it's tough to see any middle ground, let alone say that they're basically the same thing. Now, on the question of meaning, what, what do religions, what do these religions say about our purpose, our duty? What do they say we're supposed to do while we're here? Well, look at these examples. Orthodox Judaism emphasizes Living out the covenant with God by obedience to his law, as it's been revealed in the in the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. Hinduism in contrast, emphasizes a different law, an impersonal law, the the law of karma. So instead of being in a covenant with God, Hinduism says that we're locked in a cycle of, of death and, and rebirth until we can purge enough negative karma so that we can achieve moksha and be one with Ultimate reality. So, again, those are very different answers lying at the core of those religions when they try to answer the question about the meaning of life, the purpose of life, what do we do while we're here? They give very different answers at the core. Now, on the question of morality, uh, we admittedly find a little more overlap among the religions than we do in some of the other areas. But even here, there are some differences. Take, for example, the Jain religion of India. One of, its, one of its foundational moral principles is the principle of non-injury. And so, giantism teaches that it is immoral to kill or injure any other living thing. And I've heard stories of giants who refuse to drive because they don't want to take the chance of running over something. Uh, I've heard stories of others who will wear veils to prevent them from breathing in a tiny airborne insect and harming it. Now, I, I do not know how widespread those practices are, but they illustrate the mindset. They illustrate the importance in Jainism of the moral teaching about killing. But then you have other religions that have a completely different view on the subject. They, they have entirely different moral teachings, and in some cases, killing in war is seen as necessary. Christianity has the concept of just war and Islam has jihad. Um, Other religions allow for the killing of animals for food, where Jainism doesn't. Judaism and Islam even have regulations about the proper way to do it. So even in this area of morality, the world's religions are not exactly the same. And on the question of destiny, there are are plenty of differences as well. In Hinduism, as I said, the goal is to become one with Brahman, the, the, the universal reality. In Buddhism, it's about achieving nirvana or enlightenment and extinguishing the illusion of self. In Christianity, the, the final destination is one of two eternal states. So, one religion says we become part of the universe, one says we achieve nothingness, and one says we're either rewarded in heaven or consigned to hell. So, the more I study about the core teachings of the world's religions, the, the clearer it becomes to me. That they are fundamentally different. They are not basically the same. And so I agree with Ravi Zacharias's colleague, Andy Bannister, when he said that even though people think most religions are fundamentally the same with superficial differences, he says the reverse is the case. Most religions have superficial similarities with fundamental differences. So basically, in light of the core differences, a, a few similar ethical teachings aren't enough to make them the same. And when I hear someone say that all religions are basically the same, if, if that person says they're a Christian, I try gently to draw their attention to what I sometimes call the Jesus problem. If you want to push all the, the religions of the world together into one big ball, Christianity included, Jesus really stands in the way of that. And that was the whole point of my fourth book, Christ's in contrast. I'm going to tell you what it's all about and save you the $10. If you look at the different ways the world's religions view Jesus, they are so different that there's no room for any middle ground on Jesus. There's no room for, for agreement. And I know that in most religions, he's not that big of a deal anyway. So they say, well, why is that even a problem? Jesus isn't a problem. But even that, even the fact that it's not a problem for them presents a problem for us presents a problem for christianity because when they say he's not that big of a deal well to us he is the biggest deal you know without the message of who jesus is and, and what he's done there's no such thing as christianity he's at the very heart of our answers to the four questions that i've just talked about He's he's the reason for everything he's he's non-negotiable and just to summarize some of the comparisons that i made in that book You know, where most religions believe that he was an ordinary man, we believe that he's God the Son in human flesh and that he was born to a virgin through the miraculous work of the Holy Spirit. You know, we believe that he was set apart and and different, God the Son from the very beginning. Where most religions believe he was a good man, we believe that he was our sinless Savior. There's a difference between being good and being sinless and between being a man and being a Savior where most religions believe that he died we believe that he died and rose again 3 days later that he literally physically came back to life in the same body 3 days after he had been crucified and where most religions believe that he was a wise teacher you know we believe he's the only one who could reconcile us to the father that he was he was so much more we believe that he is the only way to god And between the idea that there are many ways to God and that there's one way to God, there's no ability to compromise on that. And Jesus himself said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. So the conclusion that I've come to through my study is that all the religions of the world are very different because they offer fundamentally different answers to the four questions that were outlined by Ravi Zacharias, origin, meaning, morality, and destiny. But even if we ignored all that, even if we threw all those facts out and we ignored all that, and all the religions decided to try to come together and find some middle ground and and all be the same, Christianity would still be the odd man out. Even in that, Unimaginable hypothetical scenario, Christianity would still have to be the odd man out. We would we would still be on an altogether different road because you cannot separate Christianity from what we believe about Jesus. And Christianity would even argue that those ethical similarities among the world's religions, those things that people look to most quickly and say, see, they're all the same. We would argue that even those things point to our need for Jesus as a savior because the Bible outlines why those ethical similarities are there. In Romans chapter 2, the Apostle Paul described the Gentiles who had never heard God's word and said this in verse 15, Romans 2.15, They show that the work of the law is written on their hearts. Their consciences confirm this. So what that's saying is that when people in every corner of the world know instinctively that it's wrong to steal from your neighbor that it's wrong to cheat on your wife, that it's wrong to murder your brother. The Bible says that's the case because God has placed some knowledge of His truth right into the very fabric of who we are. And Paul went on to describe how we all, we all, have knowingly broken God's law. Even if we only knew a small sliver of it, we've still broken what we knew of it. And he presents a case throughout the book of Romans that Jesus' death on the cross is the only way that we can be forgiven. It's the only way we can be reconciled to God, and it's the only way that we can have eternal life with Him. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Stump the Preacher. If you have a question you'd like us to consider for a future episode, just visit us online at stumpthepreacherpodcast.com and use our contact form to submit it. You can also find more Bible teaching from me on my website, jaredburns.com, or on my other podcast, Rejoicing in Truth, a daily program available on iTunes, Spotify, and most other podcatchers.